It's Dynamite Drop-In. Comedians talking AEW. Let's introduce your host. He's a stand-up comedian with one of the most downloaded dry bar comedy specials ever. The Murder Hawk Monster! Lee Harden. He's a stand-up comedian whose Amazon Prime special debuted at number one and a former new Midwest Wrestling Heavyweight Champion at Michinoku Pro Recruit. Jeremy Nunes. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Dynamite Drop-In. We are stand-up comedians, we talk dynamite, and guys, we just watch Dynamite, we're just fans, we're not smart fans, we're just fans, can't stress that enough, so please don't be upset by the jokes that we make, uh, we hope you enjoy them like we do. We got Jeremy on the other side of Illinois, Jeremy, how's it going? What's up, Lee? I am uh, fresh back from Missouri, where I received uh, my second in-person death threat from a heckler in uh, 19 years in the biz. So, uh, <laughs> not bad. That's, that's what happens when you shred a heckler. I told the guy, "You come at the king, you best not miss." <laughs> there you go. That's a good, good way to handle it. I love it. I love it. So, he is now a new fan of the show. Um, no need to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you get fans. You insult them. You get some good heel heat, uh, Young Buck style. Actually, I don't know what kind of heat they uh, they go after, but I hate every second of it. Um, anyway, we don't know too much. We got we got we got a lot of show to cover, man. We got a lot. We got Daniel Bryan opening the show. This feels like childhood booking. Where if we wanted to book matches when we were a kid, we'd probably put our favorite wrestler on first because we don't know any better. And so that's what they're doing here. They're doing it for the, we know Brian Danielson's going to win this tournament tournament. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It was like when uh, Omega was in the tournament. Was it Omega and Hangman that were on the opposite ends? We, we knew they were going to win it. Right. Yeah, that's what they did. We know Brian Danielson's going to win it. He's not going to lose. He's not going to lose in the AEW. He is too beloved. And I was, I liked the match though. Him and Dustin, I will say it till it happens. If Dustin's there, I'm talking about him. Make him the champ. He has earned it. He has a he has decades of accomplishments, but never a world champion. He or he give that to him at some point. With that being said, that was a clinic. I enjoy I enjoyed watching that. Dude, it was uh absolutely solid. And I have to say, um, I was thoroughly impressed by Dustin Rhodes. Uh, I mean, the guy's over 50 years old, I'm sure. And, and he, uh, he, he, he's so smooth. He works better than 80% of the roster, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. It, it I, I, I want to I, I see his full face, though. I, I, I wish he would just <laughs> be himself, man. Come on, Dustin. You know, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think anybody would dispute that uh, Brian Danielson is solid in the ring, so you knew he was going to bring it. Um, I, he's, I mean, he's considered. I think he's the he's best in the world for sure. So that's CM Punk's gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe, but I think I think I think Daniel Bry or Brian Danielson is is known for his uh, best in the world ring work. So yeah, uh, so yeah. It was super, uh, and Dustin, I've never thought was bad. Um, he's he's just getting older as a wrestler's concerned, so I didn't expect this to be a home run, but it was. I was, 
I was really impressed. It was fantastic. And I don't know if these two worked uh, a match together or not back in their WWE days. Um, I, I would think at some point they did. Now, so you know how uh, you ever in a conversation with a friend and you're talking about some movie uh, and you're talking about the... You, you just not with this, you. No. <laughs> you, you, Our you, conversation is, have you seen it? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you have a, a friend and you're talking about the sequel, uh, and you're like, this is the, the second in this series, and it was awesome. And the guy's like, I, uh, I thought the original was way better. And you're like, I'll punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> that's what I thought of Pretty this. Pretty aggressive, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's what I thought of this, because WWE, this, was, this match was proof by AEW so much better. The guys that have the talent are given the, the chance, the opportunity, the time to put on a solid match. These two couldn't have done that exact same match at WWE. They wouldn't have been allowed to, but here they are. That's true, because yeah. they, they, have to, they have a 20-minute time limit, and they're going to use every minute of it in an opening match, by golly. They can't just... They have to do all 20 minutes at the beginning. It's good, but it's like, we will use the whole time, just to let you guys know. <laughs> now, something I wanted to ask you, I, I am absolutely not being critical of this. This is a legit question. Um, so Brian Danielson wins by uh, making Dustin pass out with a chokehold. Has not a chokehold been illegal for years in wrestling? And now we're just, it's, it's okay now. Are, are you... You would have to you would have to first think that AEW would enforce rules, and so <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Uh, no, I mean they've done that before in wrestling chokeholds to pass someone out. It's a submission move. That's what sleeper hold is. I think no, the Lockout. sleeper hold is pressure on the uh, uh, the side of the neck, whatever those veins are there that makes you tap out. It's not a choke. And if so, you notice, so is choking. So is yeah. choking. Choking. Choking's uh, got pressure too. Uh, uh, either way, notice, we're spending, we're spending, we're spending a lot of time on this opening match. Okay. Just five seconds. If you'll notice <laughs> referee generally in a sleeper hold or even a headlock gets in there and kind of puts his fingers or hand in there to make sure it's not a chokehold because a choke would be illegal. I, I, Okay, I've never seen that happen in a wrestling match. I've never seen anything get banned for a chokehold, so I got nothing for you. Uh. <laughs> okay. But if you want to talk another hour about it, let's go ahead. I mean, that's... If listeners want to talk about it, dynamite drop in at Outlook.com. Outlook.com. Yeah, I've never been aware of a chokehold being, um, or getting busted for it. Anyway... All I'll say about the elite segment, besides I hate them, is uh, I'm glad the segment was not interrupted. So good on them for not interrupting a backstage segment. That was cool. Uh, for the love of God, give Tony an extra microphone. Um, and I don't think Sting needs a, uh, a WrestleMania entrance every time he comes to the ring to talk. And then he didn't even get to talk. They do all that snow, all that pop, pomp and circumstance for him to get interrupted by a good MJF promo. I like that. I like the interruption. I was a fan of that. I was a fan of the work they did. And I was, when they were beating up Sting, giving them the business, I'm going, please let this just, it wouldn't end. They didn't, they should have ended it sooner, but I still was fine with it. And I was praying, please don't let our Darby Allen come out. This is something AEW would do. They would let Darby Allen come out with a skateboard or just by himself and everybody would scatter, even though he's like five foot six and 150. Um, they would scatter. I'm like, please don't let that happen. So I was I was happy they didn't let that happen. They just let this they let Sting suffer to build on that. So 
besides being nitpicky, I, I, I like the way that they took care of that from like a story standpoint. Yeah, I'm with you. They, uh, they're essentially three for three in segments at this point. Um, and a little hat tip, number one, hat tip to Sean Spears. Uh, without giving away the in- industry secrets, he was absolutely taking care of Sting with those chair shots, uh, not laying them in, uh, as you'd see like in the old ECW days or something. And I mean, the guy's yeah. pushing 60. Uh, you can't really lay it in on him. Uh, so great job there. Uh, still got the story across. The absolute example of elder abuse. And uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> and a uh, quick side note, I when I brought up our email, I looked real quick to see if we had any, and somebody said, why haven't you recorded the podcast yet? Because we're working comedians, and if the show is on a Saturday night, we can't record Saturday night because Lee and I are comedians doing shows ourselves. You mark. And blame a- yeah, and blame <laughs> AEW. So, uh, sorry, blame them for flip-flopping and switching all over the place, man. It's insane. That's... Uh, Kind of, kind of Ruby Soho like insane, but I like the I like the insanity of Ruby Soho. She's cool. Penelope Ford, I'm sorry, but there was a lot of whiffing. There was a lot of whiffing on uh, on that match. There was a lot of slow paced hesitation going, and me going, why is this on national TV? And then why are they adding a second belt when we clearly don't have enough talented women on the roster to have two belts? And they barely push for one when they have the one. So I don't even know who's champion. Right? Is it still Brit? Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, we don't know because they never they barely pushed that one. So now let's add two belts for the thing we barely push. Yeah. Uh, so this match, you you mentioned it. I mean, um, I didn't notice the slowness like you said i caught one kind of botch and i'm not sure whose uh whose fault it was it's like ruby got slung into the ropes but she sort of pivoted and ran to the turnbuckle because that's where the the next sort of spot was supposed to happen from so i don't know if you know that that would have been on whoever was calling the match but nonetheless um i'm with you what's an absolute home run uh penelope i think uh, my suspicion lee is that that smaller belt is kind of for penelope i think they see big things for her which is why they keep putting her on tv every week um and so maybe that lower belt is kind of something to have her involved in a storyline i I, i'm not certain Uh, maybe but but i'm taking that layla hirsch is clearly the the best one and she barely gets used i don't it's like they know yeah that i'm gonna I'm going to reserve that for my own thoughts of why they're doing Penelope over Layla Hirsch, my own thoughts on that one. But I would, I would push Layla Hirsch for that belt. That's just me, but I'm not a booker. I don't work in that business. I make jokes and I, I wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to me. So there's no point in that. <laughs> I will say, I mean, we are comedians, so it is, we are, we are critical of the comedy spots they do, which was, in the next segment, they had to have some comedy at the end of MJF and Wardlow. I was like, good, because one the thing AEW is lacking is comedy spots. So I will say, though, this I think this was the first comedy spot of the night. So, hey, not bad. Well, we got some restraint. So <laughs> it might not have been a good comedy spot, Lee, because I did not notice any comedy in this. <laughs> what, what Are you happened? serious? So, MJF, when, we're going to get you were, an accountability were, buddy. What, when they were well, that right there is being silly. I don't know how you whipped on that one, and then there's there's an awkward pause that's meant to be funny. You didn't pick up on that when Sean Spears was like, "Hey, 
He was trying to be funny. You didn't, you didn't catch on that? No, I thought I thought Spears was trying to be like, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> Are you sure right. that was comedy? I thought that was storytelling more than comedy. That was an awkward comedy spot. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to have to get these guys some acting lessons then because somebody didn't deliver <laughs> something appropriate. Well, that was my point. It was bad comedy. That's the thing. <laughs> if it, it was an attempted comedy spot. Like, anyway. They need acting. Le- well, what they need some lessons. Uh, Dante Martin definitely needs some acting lessons, or some, or just not to get on the mic at all. That's later on, though. Uh, actually, yep, yeah, almost, we're almost there. I'm I'm skipping ahead, but I just had to point that out that uh, Martin does not need to talk on the mic. Um, Bobby Fish gets a win, solid, and now he's about to get a loss because of the Heath he just built for after this this post match stuff. But I liked him. I like to see him get a win. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. A little uh, squash match over uh, Anthony Green, who apparently is an indie star. Um, that's great what, name uh, for a wrestler. It's yeah. him and Shoddy. The shoddy, 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 and, shoddy and Green should be a tag team. Like, and, just, <laughs> uh, and then be coached by Jack Evans. Like, guys, you don't want to execute the move. You want to <laughs> you want to look drunk when you wrestle. So. <laughs> uh but old Anthony Green, your uh, your guy Excalibur, doing the pop up video thing, sort of saying Anthony Green really well known on the indie scene. I'm not sure of him. Uh, sh- I'm not certain of that. Never heard of him. But uh, Anthony Green, he might have got a better fight out of Tom Green for this one. Yeah, maybe so. Tom Green could maybe could. You know, what? I was about to make a maybe he could use a paycheck joke, but I bet Tom Green's doing fine financially. No need to ta- attack him financially. And if you are struggling financially. Leo Rush or Matt Hardy might be able to help you out. So, <laughs> you know, Kingston and Archer, um, I mean, I love both these guys and cool match, but my gosh, Ar- Archer's not a murder hawk if he's losing to guys like this and he didn't need to do the moonsault. I don't know if that was a planned botch or what, but he landed on his head. He doesn't. A guy like that doesn't need to worry about doing moon salts. He's he's like Undertaker size. So, uh, so <laughs> excuse me, got the COVID. Um, <laughs> I gotta stop joking about that. People are gonna take me serious. Anyway, um, nah. <laughs> so, uh, so a couple things here. You know, the big guys doing big flips and stuff. That's sort of one of those things that. It kind of depends on where you're at. So WWE will breaks breaks that out of guys. You know, of course, Lesnar used to be able to do a moonsault. Uh, Keith Lee uh, can get around and, and fly, but the, you know they've they've pulled them off. That they want big guys to do big guy stuff, as you like to say. So I understand your point about Archer doing the moonsault. Maybe AEW though. Uh, who knows? Maybe they might try to pull him back. If you recall, Luchasaurus was trying to do that sort of stuff, and they've sort of made him a big guy because uh, in AEW, a big guy is like six four you know? Right. Um, so, but the thing I was going to point out about the finish here, uh, I have not Googled anything about this. That finish had every, every sign of something went wrong and they just ended that. So, uh, my suspicion is Lance Archer legit got hurt and was woozy or didn't feel like he could continue or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I it's don't proven our point that he shouldn't be doing moonsaults. Yeah. So. <laughs> it didn't look the replays. It didn't look like he got his head, but maybe he did. But so nonetheless, uh, 
as in the biz, if, if you can't go on, what they say is just do a quick pin and, and just end it, which is exactly what happened. You notice the ref checking on him and then the trainer's checking on him and then Kingston's ready to wrestle. And then if you notice, that's when uh, uh, Archer rolls out of the ring to give himself more time. Then he comes back in uh, and then that's when Kingston does the pin. So every sign was something was wrong here. I would, quick story. But, uh, I was at a show one time. Uh, guy gets hurt legit because the guy gives him a dragon screw leg whip, uh, spins the wrong way. So you got one guy, the guy receiving it spinning to the left and the guy giving it spinning to the right and it resulted in, uh, I believe a broken ankle. So, uh, guy leans in, he said, we gotta, we gotta go home. That means, that means in the match for those who don't know, we got to take this thing home. Uh, I'm hurt legit. I think, I think my, my, uh, ankles broke. So, uh, what's the guy do puts him in the figure four. <laughs> <laughs> And immediate tap out. It was legit tap out at that point. That's not a, yeah. That's, that's not a way to make friends in the biz. <laughs> He's gonna get a receipt later, I think, for that. <laughs> like a shot to the head. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Gunshot to the head. That's a. <laughs> that was a new Jack yeah. match. <laughs> yep. Yep. New Jack's now bringing firearms. To the, to the to the ring so like wow that was a good match that was that looked almost real like it was <laughs> man uh i like ethan page man i i liked the uh this was like schoolyard level insults the back and forth I, it is it it a problem they start out with something cool and they don't know how to end it you know they, uh, they always do these dramatic stipulations you can't do this ever again and then there's a counter where Sammy's like, well, if I win, I get to pick three guys from this. And you're just like, you're making the audience think way too much. We got a lot of recapping we got to do. Make it simple. Like, the insults were cool, but they didn't know how to end it. And, of course, it ended with Inner Circle coming out and all this chaos. And just, I don't know. Get, get to the, I don't know, land the plane a little without some turbulence. This is a lot of turbulence. <laughs> before they landed but ethan page i would i would i would put more more stock into him man he he cuts promos like a 90s wrestler he's he's got a lot of got a lot of vigor you know he's, he's uh he's angry you feel it you believe it um he's doing all the right things and in, in my opinion uh and you know what i'm with you 100 percent. i think he cuts a great promo i think he's great in the ring uh i was not familiar with him before he showed up in aew and i was like uh as you and i talked it was great another page can't wait um yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> he, he's been absolutely now we, solid they should have they should have all the pages together and the faction should be called the book <laughs> uh so but i do th i'm with you i think he's solid and uh i think um uh, who's uh, Sean? Sp what uh, I can't even. I'm blanking on his name. Scorpio Sky. I think Scorpio Sky is super in the ring. Uh, he's not a bad promo, but he's he's an okay promo as well. I think these two together is super. Uh, and then I I just don't like this angle where they're. I mean, I guess somebody's got to be with top team if if AEW strikes some sort of big money deal with them. But uh, these two together, uh, you know, as they say, put a rocket to them. Uh, Shoot them up the card, man. They are they are fantastic. My only concern with this segment, Lee, was that this was the one moment where uh, my son comes in and he wants to watch wrestling with me. 
And I tell my wife, oh, it's okay. They must have pulled back on the swearing. Nobody has sworn at all. I yet. know, because they saved it for this segment. <laughs> they just, they're abusing their swearing privileges. I'm like, I'm not approved, but I'm like, all right, guys, this is getting a little, it's forced. It doesn't sound natural. It sounds forced. Like you pause before you cuss. That's not natural. You're, you're making sure you get your cuss word in. You're, 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 you're telegraphing your cuss word. Ugh. End the segment, guys. Make it quick. And then, Adam Cole, get away from the elite. We like you. We don't like what you're doing with the elite. However... Dark order, you mean. I, Adam Cole? Oh, I am way off, Lee. Sorry about that. Continue, sir. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Um, maybe Adam Cole kicked you in the head, too, and we don't know. Maybe did you Were you super kicked randomly? Because they like to randomly super kick people. Did, they, did you get super kicked by them a billion times? <laughs> I have taken a few legit super kicks in my day, yes. There we go. Maybe Adam Cole, I'm hoping he knocked some acting skills or promo skills into Jungle Boy with that last little insecurity that he did. <laughs> maybe now maybe now like he'll go to the hospital for eight months and then he's been working on his promos he comes back and now he can get a promo so <laughs> it's like michael jordan's kids you would think oh man they i bet they're good at basketball no they were all terrible at basketball <laughs> one of them at least played at, Il at illinois uh a little from, bit from for a cup of coffee yeah yeah so, um yeah so the reason I was turned around the segment before was Hangman and Dark Order, and for some reason that was on my mind. Um, but nonetheless, the uh, what I was going to bring up about the Brandon Cutler thing, I felt like they used him perfectly here. Cutler is really good at what he does, I have to say. And no. uh, I don't know if he no. cut his shoes. <laughs> no. No, he sucks He's... on all ends. Um, <laughs> a spraying uh, thing, the face guard. I'm like, this It's is... supposed to make you hate him. That's the thing, Lee. That's the thing. Um, but I think he does great in that spot. The shoes though, I mean, those shoes are so ugly, man. I don't even think Payless would sell those things. No, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> you should work there. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, he, he was higher, you know, clearly do what he's clearly a friend hire. They told, they said that at the very beginning. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah. Um, he plays a great stooge. He really does. Sure. I'll, yeah, you, I'll let you go ahead and believe that. Um, no need to. No need to disagree uh, on that because we got to talk about Cody. And are we sure Cody's not doing the Homelander thing? Because they're even playing that on Roads to the Top. They're even playing him going, "What? They're booing me!" And even uh, QT Marshall's like, "Wow, they're booing Cody." I'm Cody's not an idiot. He might be a self congratulatory person at this point. Him and Brandy. Who Brandy? Please do not get back in the ring for. Not just because you just had a baby, but we know we know why you shouldn't be in there. Um, <laughs> you know, just saying. But surely Cody's not an idiot. Surely he know he knows what he's doing. Surely he's doing the Homelander thing from the boys, where he's like, "You should like me. Why don't you like me?" Surely he's doing that, and surely they're even hamming that up for the real life segments on Roads to the Top. Surely that's what they're doing. Because he 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 got booed tonight. He got booed at the beginning. And when he won the match, and he and he had to have some help. So surely he's built. I like the way he's doing the heel stuff. If that is what he's doing, compared to how the, the elite and Cutler how they do their heel stuff. If 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 Cody's that, if that's what Cody's doing, this is a great heel gimmick. This could be the next best heel gimmick if if they're doing what I think they're doing. 
making him like a god, you know? Or he thinks he's a, a god in the business. Yeah, he's a well, gift to AEW. Yeah, they say he's the Triple H uh, of AEW. Who knows? Maybe that's the route they're taking. Um, the match itself, dude, I thought it was super. Um, that, there, parts of it were, but then there was so much unnecessary chaos. Like, why wow, Pack and Andrade, who had nothing to do with the match, they had their own <laughs> thing previously, and then they come out and do their crap. And then all these people were involved for a minute. That got crazy. I hate when they do that, but the fans seem to like it, so I'm wrong. Well, I'll, you I'll know, say I'm wrong. I was going to do a uh, a comparison joke here. So, do you want to take a a guess which round? <laughs> um, I don't know. School lunch. Small town. Be? Small town. Lee. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, your small town, <laughs> and your your parents go on vacation. You throw a party. And then all of a sudden, everything's going great. And then more and more people just keep showing up. And, you know, sudden, all of a sudden, a table gets broken. People are bleeding. Um, On a commercial break, yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that was exactly how this match was. Uh, it was Everything was going great. And, and then and someone got missed in the face, but the cameras cut away. Because why would you want to see missed in the face? Why <laughs> keep that in your mouth and then shoot it? Why would you want people at home to see that? So they're smart at AW, real smart. Yeah, uh, and and the moment there didn't quite make sense to me. So Arn is in the ring seemingly for no reason. Now the the shoot reason he's in the ring is to cause a distraction so Cody can blade. That's what he was doing. But then why not get out of the ring? I, like I didn't, I didn't really follow. He had there was no storyline reason for him to get in the ring. Like as like Black challenges him, get up here, and then being the babyface, he's got to step up. But no, that didn't happen. He was just in there to be in there. So some of this stuff didn't make sense to me. But to, to sum it all up, I, again, I thought the match was super. Sure. I, I, I agree on the match itself. Just they added all this chaos. And I'm like, why do they why do they feel the need to do all of this? Like, AEW fans are already happy that we have an alternative to WWE. Why, why do you need to, like, add Hawk and Andrade, who have nothing to do with it, on the, in the aisle fighting? What's the gain from that? Yeah, I don't get it. But and the 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 blading as well. I would, I I don't have a problem with it. I just feel like they overuse it. Uh, and kind of like and same with the swearing. And not of course this match, but just over in general. When you're doing the same things over and over, they're supposed to be for shock value. Suddenly they're not a shock anymore. Yeah, they do a lot of the same stuff over and over again. But we're gonna land it, unlike AW does at times. We're gonna <laughs> land the plane on the show. So. Yeah, it was a, it was better than last week. I will admit, um, it wasn't. Here's how here how here's how it got better. It that, you didn't see that thing every every segment every match. You saw you didn't you didn't really see it more than once. So hats off to you guys for not repeating like interruptions for every segment gets an interruption or every match ends with eighty people in the ring. Um, you know, some spots were awkward. I get it. That's fine. Some segments were awkward. No worries. Uh, but no, overall, decent show. Um, this is where we like to rate our show. We always have a match of the night, an MVP, and then we rank the show. Uh, match of the night will be the opener. I'm sorry if, if Daniel Bryan, Br sorry, Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, if he's on the card, it's going to be hard-pressed to beat him for match of the night. So that's my match of the night, Jeremy. Brian Danielson, Dustin Rhodes, two of my favorites in AEW. Uh, 
you know what? I cannot disagree. I thought that match was super, as was the main event. And uh, I was hoping you would go first and pick the match of the night because I thought both deserved the award. So the socialist in me is going to spread the wealthily, and I'm going to oh, give boy. it to uh, uh, Malachi Black and Cody. Okay. Even, even with all the little rascal interruptions. Okay. So uh, Yeah, good point. Can I, unta- <laughs> can I take my vote back? <laughs> Nope, it's already been submitted. Um, right. No, <laughs> absolutely no, no, no. It was a good match, definitely deserving of a, of a match of the night. MVP, hey, uh, Dustin Rhodes. I'm gonna preach it, Dustin Rhodes. Before he hangs his boots up, before he leaves his boots in the ring, he needs to be a world champion, guys. Give him the respect he deserves. He crushed it tonight with Brian Danielson, so that's my MVP. Dustin, I got you, buddy. You know, I hadn't thought about who the MVP was. Usually I have it planned out before we start talking. Um, I think you're dead on, though, man. He stepped up and hung with Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson. I'm sure Danielson had something to do with that, uh, you know, in all, uh, uh, all things considered. But, uh, hey, if you can step up and put on a great match uh, at a pushing 60 years old or whatever he is, um, I'm going to tip my cap to you. So I'm going to give it to him as well. Solid. And this is where we rank the show. We always rank it one to 10 and we always equate it to a wrestler body type because we're shallow. Um, you know what? It was better than last week. I gave it like a two. So <laughs> wasn't my favorite. Um, but I will go six and a half. And guess what? Dustin Rhodes, six and a half. <laughs> uh well good it's a nice improvement from the two you gave last week uh i thought it was solid we're, we're in the ballpark i'm going to seven and uh how about lance archer and uh get well soon if he's legit hurt if he's not hurt uh a hat tip to you you, you fooled me yeah absolutely good work man uh we hope for better and stay on the ground we like you man stay on the ground stay safe uh, some pe- we're not meant to fly. That's what, that's my theory. It's why I drive on all my road gigs. You know, we're not meant to fly, guys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, that is the show. Hey, if you're listening, whatever platform you're listening to, leave a review. We like reviews. When we get reviews, more people hear about the show. It pops up in the algorithm. The more positive reviews you get, so please leave us those reviews. And guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time thanks for listening at any time you can email the show dynamite drop in at outlook.com please remember to like comment review subscribe and share this podcast and always follow lee harden and jeremy nunez that's me on all social media we'll see you next time